How long uh, do you think it would be before you say never? How long would it take before you start saying, that's never going to happen? It's never going to happen. Like five minutes, an hour, two weeks, and I'll be, be more specific. So you are waiting for something to happen, and it's not happening, and it's not happening, and then it's still not happening, and then when is the first time that somebody within earshot, maybe even in your earshot, or using your mouth says, you know what, it's never going to happen? How long does that take for the average person, do you think? Uh, Thursday afternoon, Thursday afternoon, I said, you know what, I'm never going to eat again until dessert. I ate so much on Thursday that I said and believed myself when I said it. I'm so full, I'm never going to eat again. And then they brought out dessert. So that was maybe an hour. That's how long that one lasted. Uh, I said once in a state of brokenheartedness, I will never love again. And I was a freshman in high school. (laughs) When a teenager dumped me, as she should. I was a bit of a tool, as they say. And I said, I will never love again. And I did. But I really believed it when I said it. I believed it. (laughs) Uh, The Pirates will never win the World Series. It's been 44 years. (laughs) So that's how long it, but people have been saying that for a lot less than 40 years, yes? But you see what I'm saying? Like, isn't it interesting? How long do you think it takes? And these are kind of laughable, like, oh, golly gee, examples. But it makes this bigger point, right? How long does it take for us to start thinking and then saying, it's not going to happen? Never. Or, it's always going to be like this. I'll always be this full. I'll never eat again. I'll always be heartbroken. I'll never love again. See what I'm saying? Does anybody know how long Nelson Mandela was in prison? There's no Nelson Mandela is over here. Former president, leader of South Africa. He was in jail for 27 years. I believe, I think he won the Nobel Peace Prize while in prison. <laughs> Which, you know, he's got that going for him. But it makes, it makes us think, does it not? Uh, what about month four? I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to have unjust. It's unjust. I'm gonna, the righteousness will be served. Eight months. Ten months. A year and a half. A year and a half. I would say... When did the first thought enter Nelson's mind? You know what? Maybe I'm not going to get out of here. 27 years. It's almost like it's, it's just a, it's a matter of time before we start to think that way, yes? It's, just a, it's a matter of time. Like How long will it go before we start to say things like that? Mother Teresa... Is there maybe in history 
anyone else more than her that was as close to the heart of God, loving God with sincere passion and joy and faithfulness and service after she died. Do you know what they discovered in her journals? Do you know this story about her? About her dark night of the soul? She admitted in her diary, in her journal, experiencing what theologians and people of faith have called a dark night of the soul for 50 years. From the person who's easily at or near the top of the list of people that most love God and enjoy serving God. 50 years. It's a matter of time before we start to think it's not going to happen. I will never feel better. I will never get out of this. I'll never be happy again. God is not going to show up. Remember Naomi in the scriptures, Ruth and Naomi? Naomi lost her husband, lost her sons, lost more. She lost her entire family, and she got so bitter about it, she changed her name. And she said, you know what? Don't call me Naomi anymore. Call me Bitter. So, I've, it's, it's just been a matter of time, and you know what? I can't do it anymore. It's over. She's going about her day. Naomi, Naomi, Naomi. Oh, right. Uh, bitterness, yes. Don't call me Naomi anymore. Call me bitter. My teeth are set. It's been too long. Abraham and Sarah, Abram and Sarai. God appears to them and says, you're going to have not just a kid, you're going to have the world. I'm going to give you all the kids, and all the world is going to be a family because of you. And it's just a matter of time. Weeks turned into months, turned into years. She's 90. He's 100 years old. It's just not going to happen. So we're going to take this into our own hands and we're going to try this on our own. It's just not going to. It's just a matter of time before the, the despair sets in. And you start to think first, you know, maybe we were wrong. Maybe I misheard. Maybe it's not true after all. And then it kind of trickles down, seeps down like a delicious pot of coffee. It just settles down and you say, it will never happen. It will always be like this. Peter sold everything, cut off a guy's ear for the cause. He's all in. And he runs away into the night, weeping bitterly, we are told, because he denied even knowing him. For Peter, the answer for the question of how long will this take was a couple hours. I'm sold out. Jesus is the one. He's the one we've been waiting for. Oh, I guess I was wrong. It's a little over the top to throw Peter under the bus like that because, friends, after all, remember, he saw him die. the hero. This is the guy. This is the one we've been waiting for. 
I guess I was wrong. I guess I was wrong. It was just a matter of time. I said, I knew it. I knew it wouldn't come true. It always ends this way. It never comes true. Other disciples like Peter, remember the road to Emmaus? Like they're trying to figure out what's happening. And in a delightful, playful twist, Jesus just, I guess, appears or however he tends to do that. And he starts walking with people down a road around town. And it's headline news that Jesus is dead and they're not sure where he is. So it's just starting to trickle. And this phrase that these other disciples, like Peter said, betraying and revealing how they all were really feeling like Peter. Remember, Peter is weeping bitterly. I was wrong. It's over. He's dead. Let's try to get through this. The people on the road to Emmaus said, looking around, and they admit to Jesus, you know, uh, we had hoped. We had hoped he was the one. We actually were starting to, instead of it's a matter of time till we sink into despair, we actually were starting to think, you know, maybe, you think, and then he died. It's a matter of time, my friends. We have to say this first. It's a matter of time before doubt and fear and even despair and saying, I was wrong. I was wrong. He's dead. The mission is over. Let's just try to get through this. It's okay to feel that. It's a matter of time. Because it's okay because the only reason, the best reason that's okay is because our God keeps his promises. There is a bigger matter of time at foot and at play, my friends. It's okay if in the middle of blinding pain and despair you say what, you know what, it's not going to happen. Because our God is the good, good creator. And our God is the God of love who never lies and never changes God's mind, never goes back on His promises. You know, it's almost like, not almost like, it is like, we're jumping into these people's stories right here when it looks this way and they say things like it's never going to happen it's just it's all over but we're just jumping into one point of the story and we don't see what happens a few chapters later it's okay to lose that hope and to lose perspective and to say crazy things like oh, i knew it it's, it, it's not going to happen because it turns out the truer it's just a matter of time is it's just a matter of time before all of God's promises come true. It's a matter of time. The mouth of the Lord has spoken it, the scriptures say. Yahweh comes to this guy Abram and says, Hello, Abram, they'd never met before. Hello, I'm God. And says to Abram, 
I'm going to make the world out of you. And Abram says, no, no, you're probably actually not going to do that. You don't understand. Things aren't working. I've gotten very old. My wife is very old. And God says, it's just a matter of time. Not only are you going to have one baby, you're going to have all the babies. A few chapters later. Because Abram, as any sane person would agree, doesn't believe in this. What a ridiculous thing to say. A couple chapters later. Abram, come outside with me. Look up. Look down, stars, seashore. These do not hold a match to the family I'm going to make out of you. It's only a matter of time. The mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Isaiah 40. The glory of Yahweh, the goodness of the Creator, the magnificent love and redemption of our God will be revealed. We're about to start singing the Messiah in Advent. The whole thing are promises like this. Surely, it says, surely, absolutely, it is an inevitability, says the Scriptures. The good God says, my goodness will flow over this place like waters cover the earth. Surely, The mouth of the Lord has spoken it. My goodness and glory will be revealed everywhere and all people, all flesh, will see it together. The mouth of the Lord has spoken it. It's a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. It's a matter of when, not if. It's a matter of when, not if. You know, Peter threw the towel in, was weeping bitterly for three days. As I said, let's be fair to the man. He saw him die. I had hoped he was the one. But just like before, it's just a matter of time before everything and everyone disappoints you. But he had forgotten that his God, who's also our God, is the one who makes dead things alive. Even in death, it's just a matter of time. What a ridiculous thing to say. In Advent, do you believe, do we believe that again? Can I remind us of that? If the person dies, if the mission does die, it is over our God is the God who calls dead things as if they were living they're just going to get up again what a ridiculous thing to say this is Paul talking remember he used to be called Saul his story is one of these things too he used to kill people that believed this and now he's writing it himself what a glorious story Romans 4 These promises are from God himself. God who makes the dead live again and speaks of future events with as much certainty as though they had already passed. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. When the goodness of God 
the glory of God, our good, good Creator, the Savior comes back and makes the entire world good again. It's a matter of time. The mouth of the Lord has spoken it. When the dead things and people get back up again. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. The mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Abram and Sarai, sorry, Abraham and Sarah, the mom and dad of the family, sitting at Thanksgiving-style tables. Naomi, they said, when her daughter-in-law, Ruth, had a baby, everyone said, Naomi has a family. And they started calling her Naomi again. And did you know that her great-great-grandson were about to celebrate his birthday soon? It's just a matter of time. Peter, weeping bitterly, I left him. He left me. It's over. And a couple chapters later says, you know, this God of ours is not slow in keeping his promises as people are being tempted to believe. A thousand years are like a day to him. It's just a matter of time before he makes everything good again. It's just a matter of time before our God makes the dead things alive again. It is so sure the mouth of the Lord has spoken it that we, like our God, can start talking about the future as if it has already happened because it's a matter of time. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we thank you for your promises we thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you that your goodness and your love means that we can trust you. And when you say that you're going to resurrect this creation, when you say that your goodness and your glory and your love will win the day, we can believe it. It's just a matter of time. The mouth of the Lord himself has spoken it. The future, your coming, your kingdom, Christmas, Easter, it's just a matter of time. Would you please help us and encourage us and nurture us with this? Would you marinate us in this when we forget and when we start to say things like, never, never, it's over. Would you just remind us of this, please, of this bigger story and this deeper, more grand truth. Thank you. We know you will. We so look forward to this day that is coming. It's just a matter of time. In Jesus' name, amen.